What's up, educators? Welcome back to the Dash Podcast. It's Trey Gimmage back with another episode. We've got a wonderful article here today from Harvard Politics about feelings versus facts when it comes to SEL. And I love this concept or idea because facts and feelings aren't the same. Did you know that? The way you feel about a situation, if it's upsetting or exciting or um, whatever feeling that you have about it, doesn't mean that it's necessarily aligned with the facts of the situation, right? And so we're going to dig in to what that means. But there's there's the good, there's the bad. But uh, one fact we can say about SEL is it is not political. We need it to be happy, to be healthy, and to be whole. So in this episode, that's exactly what we're going to explore. Welcome back to the Dash Podcast. I'm your host, Trey Gamage, and our goal is to spread awareness and action around SEL. We do this through interviewing school and SEL leaders, reviewing articles, and developing adult social-emotional skills. You can subscribe to our show and our other content on YouTube at SEL Educators, or you can find us at Apple Podcasts and Spotify by typing in my name, Trey Gamage, in the Dash Podcast. Thanks for listening. One of the first facts I want to share with you is that 20% of kids are experiencing bullying or mental illness at school. That's one in five. That's a lot of kids. Or if you got a class of 20, there's four kids in the class that are being bullied or that have a mental illness. And there's several ways that we could explore why this rate is so high. We know that what explicit SEL instruction looks like. And we've talked about how to integrate these in the classroom. But if, if this is a fact about students uh, in these percentages of bullying and mental illness, we need to use now we can put our feelings in place and think about what's going to help our kids. I don't want my kids feeling bad when they're in my class. I don't want kids feeling bullied when they're in my class. So what SEL strategies or integrations can I put into place that will help eliminate that or at least help students feel like they have a place where they can be safe? And some things that you can do, like simple things, include greetings. You see all the handshakes when, when people come into school. It doesn't have to be a handshake or something special like that, but uh, taking time to sit down with the kid. When you're in a small group or independent time, pull your kids one-on-one and make it a point every week to touch base for two minutes with every kid in your class. Journaling is another option. Giving students an opportunity to journal for five minutes in a day, in the morning or in the evening to reflect, to write down their own things. And if they want you to read it, they can let you know. If not, it can just be their own journal and documentation. Affirmations. We don't always have to point out what's wrong. We can focus on what's strong. We can we can celebrate students for, for little things that we can affirm that they are doing what they're supposed to do, right? A couple more, we got reflection. We've got smart goals, setting goals, giving folks a sense of purpose. We've got practicing mindfulness and then tier two type check-ins or a mentoring as well with peers, peer mentoring. If you have a larger school, the eighth graders can mentor the sixth graders or the ninth graders can mentor the fifth graders. So there's options that we have here that put structure in place to support the fact that kids are experiencing bullying and mental illness at school, right? I know how I feel about that. I feel bad about it, but that's not enough. What action can we take to rectify this issue? 
This podcast is a proud member of the Teach Better Podcast Network. Better today, better tomorrow, and the podcast to get you there. Explore more podcasts at teachbetter.com slash podcasts, and we'll see you at the next episode. Now we're moving into a real rise of SEL, and I'm excited to kind of be, uh, now I wouldn't say an early adopter because this stuff started back in the 70s with Dr. James Comer and Marisa Elias and Yale and emotional intelligence. And, uh, you know, back then it wasn't necessarily about behaviors being corrected or, or fixed or, and I guess it still really isn't, but it was just about building kids' skills for what they need to graduate, what they need to succeed in the real world. And you can look at, um, you know, we've got RTI that looks at behavior and academics, but our behavior protocols are responsive more than they are restorative. So with that behavior protocol, there's actually another component of that, which is where SEL comes in. So behavior is responsive, but SEL is proactive. And so folks like James Comer, when we look at social, emotional, academic development, we see that the average academic points go up about 11%. The return on investment is significant for adults and students. And so these last two, three years, I've had chances to talk to some of these leading SEL experts in different schools, Johns Hopkins, Yale, Rutgers, and participate in these organizations as well to see that there is a significant increase in spending for SEL. There's a significant increase in resources available for SEL, but on the same time, um, it's said in life, you're gonna experience as much joy, happiness, success, and love as you're going to experience despair, hate, sorrow, and pain. And so while we have all these good things coming up in the rise of SEL, there's still those crabs that are trying to take folks back down. The American Rescue Plan designated $123 billion towards K-12 education. And that's a significant increase in what was had before in regards to SEL. Um, but I mentioned before, like, we've got to consider how that money is being used and where we can use it now to best meet our students' needs. You know, while some schools are moving away from SEL or at least the language of SEL, they don't want it involved in the district because of politics. I've, I've spoken to some educators that say, like, just a video from CNN will, will get a curriculum canceled because it's politicized or there's uh, other components of the politicization that make it hard for folks to implement SEL, but there is other language we can use for, for to implement it. Growth mindsets, um, emotional intelligence, communication skills, relationship skills. So we've got to figure out the best ways that we can rechange or reframe the language to meet the needs of your community. So just because you're community might be against the language of SEL. Maybe you can try character development. Um, there's social emotional character development as well. And so social emotional learning is building the competencies. Character development is building character, is building those values that you have and can move forward. So maybe that's less controversial for you or for your school district. And Character.org would be the best place for you to go to find some of these curriculums. Another resource is um, Explore Harvard. Explore Harvard has a complete mix of different, all the SEL types of programs and the different indicators. So 
if, if again, if you're in a district that is struggling with the, the politicization of SEL, that Harvard exploration may give you another curriculum or another language that you can use to be able to keep rolling this stuff out because we need character development. We need uh, this support. Become your best self with bestself.co. They have 90 day journals, six month action plans, daily journals, gratitude cards, relationship cards, all kinds of things to help you become a better version of yourself. Visit bestself.co and use the code GAMAGE for 15% off your next order. On another end, I want you to be conscious as well that while I love Castle and, and have adopted several other programs with schools that we've had, Castle's programs or Castle Select evidence-based programs might not be the best fit for your school community. I'm not saying get something that's, you know, rinky-dink or ragtag, but I'm saying that there is curriculums that are available as well that might not be, have gone through all the, the studies that they need to go to or gotten the, the, the signature, signatures of approval, excuse me, that they need to make it uh, come across as more legitimate from a officiality standpoint. However, you know, some of those courses may have language that is more suitable for your environment or a curriculum that makes more sense for your environment. Language makes a big difference out here. And I think this is a very important conversation because where we decide to go when it comes to obviously supporting teachers, that's where my main focus is, but um, impacting students. If we don't continue this rush with SEL and we don't keep fighting for students building skills that help them be better people, where's our future going to be? That's the most important part about our job and why we care so much about it because as an educator, your job is being responsible for raising the ne next generation and preparing the next generation for success. So if we can't do that, um, we've got to think about what our alternative is going to be in, in politics. Hey, those are feelings in most cases. There's agendas in those cases. There's places that we want this money to go. I've been a politician. I was a city council member for three years. And so I, I have experience sitting in those meetings, moving those budgets, approving those budgets, figuring out what's going on. And so there's, there's agendas when it comes to politics. And oftentimes uh, we're moving on feelings, not facts, or we're putting data together that looks like facts to support our feelings. What I'm saying is keep fighting, keep going, check out uh, the social emotional or check out character.org, check out SECD certification, social emotional character development, character development certification with Rutgers. Also check out Byron McClure, hacking deficit thinking. So I'll make sure I put all these links in the chat for you. There's a lot of good stuff in here to separate facts from feelings when it comes to SEL and how SEL impacts our adults and our kids for the next generation. If you like this episode, share it with somebody that needs to hear it. You know how to get in touch with us at SEL Educators on YouTube, at Trey Gamage on social media platforms, and we'll see you next time. This is The Dash. Thanks for listening to us on The Dash Podcast. I definitely hope you enjoyed this episode, and if you liked it, share it with a friend, share it with an educator, share it with someone who needs to hear the message from this episode. 
You can visit our website, seleducators.com, to learn more about our online courses and professional development training for schools and districts. We'll see you next time. This is The Dash.